Radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. He can't it's be bad. president. His eyes are banned. Roll on applicators. I don't want him walking Mike Pompeo's dog, for God's sake. Hey. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. I heard that last night on Hannity. Uh, Dennis Miller was on there, and that was one of his lines. I missed the first couple of words. I was doing stuff. I don't know that I want Joe Biden walking Mike Pompeo's dog. Let alone being president. Hey, hey, now, that's dismissive. Oh, it's a Friday intermission party, Michael. Pump up the music live from Studio C. Senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, front of the tutelage of our general manager. Looters and looter shooters. And looter shooter sensors. It's Friday all over already. I think most of us hate this. We don't like Friday sneaking up on us so quickly. These four-day weeks, Friday just gets here a little too fast. No such thing as too fast a Friday. Yeah. Oh, my. It's amazing how different a three-day weekend and a four-day week feel for anybody who's advocating, you know, a change to that. But, man, if your industry can do... Uh, four days on, three days off, and still function. God, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. We're talking about the four tens. Yeah, so you still beat yeah. forty hours out of everybody. Yeah, wage slaves well, like ourselves. Well, and I don't know. Depending on your business, I don't know. I don't know why you have to adhere to a number of hours. Doesn't it the job you've got to do? Depends on the, on the nature of your work and the wisdom of your management. A lot of managers are, are such simpletons, or they they just want to deal with humans as uh, commodities, just as drones, that they say, no, you just check off this list. That's how we know you're working, as opposed to productivity. Um, but either way, it's amazing <laughs> how different a three-day weekend and a four-day week feel. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It seems like more than just one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, God, I would think you would get the best talent from your competitor across the street if they weren't doing that. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, you'd want to find some way to make sure you had, uh, you know, adequate productivity. Sure. But how difficult would that be? Well, the, the, well, so many of the, the stuff that is, it seems obligatory, showing up to the office, for instance, working five days a week for eight hours, roughly, or nine with lunch. Why is that obligatory? Why? Why, why now? The, right. You look up the origin of any of those things you just mentioned, and they, they've got nothing to do with what you do yeah. uh, today yeah. at all. Um, so, yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the pandemic will help uh, revolutionize that to a certain extent. You know, uh, <clears throat> corporations thinking, you know, why are we doing it this day through that day from this time to that time? Why? 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 Um we we uh, we noticed a in an office building where it looked like a company that used to be there is is moving out and uh, yeah. just you know I don't know if they went out of business or if they just decided hey this whole everybody working from home thing's working pretty well I don't know there's gonna be a lot of that across the country oh yeah 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 well, man I, I drove by a strip mall the other day had signs had to sign you know the 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 big strip malls like you're driving along the interstate or whatever and they got a big giant sign and it lists all the stores that are underneath them. 
Right. And there was, I think, two stores left of the eight, and the other six Ooh, were all available. Not good. And it didn't used to be that, like, just a couple of weeks ago. Right. Well, and it could be there's a family's hopes and dreams tied up in the strip mall. Oh, I'm sure As there a is. whole. Yeah, I'm sure there is. You know, we were talking, uh, obviously, over the last several weeks about uh, everybody making their rent on April 1. And, well, April 1 was a, a, tr- a problem. May 1, crisis. I don't know if you've checked your calendar lately, but we're, we're now looking at June 1. And a lot of businesses have had no revenue or vastly less revenue. And now the uh, the folks who own the buildings are, are panicking and the tenants are panicking and nobody knows quite what to do. Well, it's the Wall Street. I can't make my rent. I have no revenue. I can't make my mortgage. I don't make my mortgage. You don't have a place to do your business. Well, in the same way that working in the office in a 40-hour work week Monday through Friday all might go away and be rethought, so might... Uh... Malls and strip malls, and the Wall Street Journal uh, had a good article about how it was going that direction anyway with Amazon and everything else. Um, and this just, like, you know, accelerated it by a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Instead of it taking five years, it's going to take two and a half months to just destroy strip malls across the country and malls. Um, so many things. But it was going to happen anyway. They, they, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, it's not in the Bible, and then there were strip malls, and they have to be there. <laughs> so many vestiges of the past disappearing. The wearing of pants, for instance. Many of us are, are, are uh, advocating a pants-optional workplace. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. No pants at all. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, it depends. Underwear? They're optional. Okay. Optional. I'm wearing pants. As Freedom. You know. mm. Uh, anyway, we got lots to talk about today. Oh, crazy rioting in Minneapolis overnight. Uh, I mean, just the, the the flames, the 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 the, the looting, as Joe mentioned, and uh, it's it's and the president's provocative tweet and the president tweeting and oh boy, uh, yeah, so. anyway. oh boy. So uh, we'll get into some of that and other things. The president's making an announcement today about China that sent the market into a tizzy yesterday. I hate that kind of reporting. I wish. Wish they'd stop mentioning the Dow is like a reflection of America. The market falls as Trump ponders. No, yeah. no, no, those are two. Those are two. Both true things, not necessarily connected. And 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 even if it is connected, it doesn't. You right. can't. You can't. Um. You can't take anything from it. Doesn't mean it's good or bad or anything. It's just a, a new wrinkle that's been introduced. Right. Might be up again tomorrow and the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. So that that's meaningless. But anyway, Donald Trump don't trust China. Nope. Trump's going to say something about China today, and it could be big. I mean, sure. uh, things things are getting ugly fast with our relationship with China. Well, come on, you got rioting, and you got the uh, the the Twitter censorship thing, and you got the China. There's too many things. Too many. Things. Oh, and the COVID, of course, the right. Chinese uh, bat fever, no doubt. Um, let's uh, introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show on a Friday. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, presses buttons, flips toggles. He runs some sort of foot pedals like it's a church organ. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay. I was watching a lot of the uh, looting footage, so to speak, on uh, cable news last night. And, you know, I was fascinated by the fact that I saw people carrying TVs, and all I kept thinking was, did they steal the extended warranty cards as well? You know? <laughs> exactly. So that, you know, I don't be a fool. That's a waste of money. I, I, uh, I appreciate your lighthearted uh, take on that. Um, uh, but as we have mentioned, looting... <laughs> Uh, we should mention it is a protest against a flat-out murder in broad daylight. Yes. I mean, so that, that needs to be mentioned in the story at all the time. By um, a cop who appears to have had some sort of history with the, at least disciplinary actions. Murdered a guy in broad daylight in front of a whole bunch of people on camera. <laughs> so that that's why people are in the streets. And uh, Al Sharpton's there. I see that will yeah, uh, that'll uh, help. Thank uh, goodness. Yes, now things can 
Now reasonable conversations can be had. There is a positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing well. I, too, was up uh, half the night watching uh, a ton of just the... With, with the cell phone videos and Twitter now, you have unreal perspectives and uh, views of various angles and, and different little uh, scuffles and interactions going on throughout the, the entire city. Uh, I'll also say I picked a very strange time to start watching the show The Shield, which is almost exclusively about crooked cops. Oh, really? Um, so I'm possibly just overline, over overdosing on like crooked cop narratives, and I'm right. getting my lines blurred and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it was it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's fascinating. Is 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 probably the wrong word to use? Is that with Michael Chiklis? Yes, who, yes. who also starred as Curly in the Three Stooges movie? Now that's <laughs> Correct. that's range. Oh, that's what that oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's acting. Don't go to the shield expecting nyuk, 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 nyuk. very no. different, very no. different tone. Yes, yes. <laughs> Chris, uh, wow. Chris Christie was on. Just had that right there, did you? <laughs> Chris Christie was on Hannity last night, and they had some strong things to say about the cops that stood around and watched this happen, for instance. But uh, more on that later. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to Be Friday, May 29th, the year 2020? We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, then, one option remains, beginning the show officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested by state police in Minnesota. We're not sure why our correspondent is being arrested. I have long advocated the arrest of CNN personnel, wherever they are and whatever they're doing. So I approved of that moment in the riots. Arrested on live television. I want want to hear how that story turns out later. Minnesota. Uh, He's already been released. That happened this morning. And apology by the governor and the rest of it. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, oh, hey, the whole we, uh, I don't know what we were thinking. (laughs) Um, How does mailbag look? That's more or less what they said. Oh, it's it's fine, but first it must give way to Eclipse of the Week, as it oh, is Friday. Wow, Eclipse of the Week already. Mm-hmm. A truncated Eclipse of the Week. Correct. Uh, all on the way. Our text line, by the way, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. stories of the day, many of which are fairly heavy. We'll try to do it in a way that does not merely echo the half-wit mainstream media. Half-witted uh, breast. Being, yeah, I was being generous. It's Friday. I'm in a good wit. mood. Good frame of mind. Uh, but, but all sorts of stuff, though, that they're not covering that you probably ought to hear about that we will get to as well. For instance, um, the uh, the courts have ruled and the whole idiotic letting boys who identify as girls run against girls in high school track is is as ludicrous as you and I knew oh, it was. Oh, I want to hear that. And that has been quashed. Interesting. So uh, stay tuned for that, among other things. Mailbag coming up in a moment. Oh, that was easy, close. Easy, Michael. Take it easy. That was, that was close. a good pump fake. Yeah, it right. was. Uh, you know, I've been watching that Michael Jordan documentary, watching his moves. Let's fake over here. Uh, <laughs> but right now, it's time for a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Being that bunched up in what looked like a kind of human stew. We're guided by data, not political pressure. We're guided, guided by the facts on the ground. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh go in! Yeah. Oh, my goodness! Oh, my goodness. 
Yes, you made it. Shut your mouth, oh, Chuck. Take a little of that medicine. Get your butt out of here. You now, all this stuff about Biden's hiding, well, you know, the fact of the matter is, it's working pretty well. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. That's why in a short period of time, it's only temporary. You can't social distance. Please wear the mask. Do it for your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa. That's known as a Staten Island goodbye. Dragon SpaceX, unfortunately, um, we are not going to launch today. You are go for 5.100 launch scrub. I feel constrained to observe that in my experience in New York, uh, paper ballots are extremely susceptible to fraud. I can show you experience which uh, would make your head spin. In Las Vegas, casinos will now be offering no contact curbside delivery, which means you can drop off your money and then drive away without ever having to go inside to lose. <laughs> I, I came here to to uh, bring sports, communicate like that, sports. Uh-huh. I never talk politics with them. There you go. Um, so the space launch is tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Got to make sure I don't miss that. Try number two, although there's rain in the forecast. Ah, says, why, does, go, why does God hate space travel? Because <laughs> we poke him in the eye with the rockets. Huh? I don't know. I love space travel. I'll be watching. Mailback. Freedom-loving quote of the day from Edmund, Edmund, Edmund Burke, continuing our theory from the great statesman of the uh, 1700s. English, Irish. Those who have been once intoxicated with power and have derived any kind of emolument from it, even though but for one year, can never willingly abandon it. They may be distressed in the midst of all their power, but they will never look to anything but power for their relief. Maybe it's because I've never had power. I I don't understand the allure of power because I've never had any, I guess. I'm powerfully built. I'm going to lift 100 pounds right over my head. Because all these quotes, and I, they got to be true, from the wisest people that have experienced it throughout history, all talk about how power, and you get power, and you'll do anything to hold on to it or get more or whatever. Right. I've right. never had any power, and I've never lusted for power. I've never right. wanted any power. But it's point, because uh, there are a lot of uh, long and old-timey words in that, is once you get power, you love it so much, even if it stresses you out, the only thing you think of to relieve that stress is getting more power. Uh, apparently, that's true. You're like a coke fiend. Hmm. Power is cocaine. Joe from Dayton. Always reliable correspondent, fine fella. Uh, sent along a link to the uh, Minneapolis police scanner. I was listening to it last night. I, I clicked it on, and within three seconds, got a guy throwing Molotov cocktails. It was really dramatic to listen to. I'll bet. Uh, we will post that at armstrongandgetty.com for you. So, you know, if things melt down again tonight, and there's at least a reasonable chance they will, uh, and you want to listen to the police scanner, uh, there it is for you. So Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but man, the, the ability to listen to that in real time, that's thats something. Our theme today is dark humor, Jack. Can you handle a little bit? I'm, uh, this, mm. Well, David says uh, dark uh, humor to follow. He says, I'm not really serious, but did anyone else recognize that we really had an opportunity for Social Security and Medicare to become solvent with the vid? Oh, boy. 
Oh, boy, I don't think. No, no. We're not going to sacrifice uh, our, our grandparents uh, to to solve the Medicare fiscal problems. Although that probably is the only way it ever would get solved until massive taxes in the future, but uh, we'll confront that. Mike in Roseville also somewhat darkly points out, you got to love the Minneapolis protesters setting fire to the police station wearing masks. Way to be socially responsible and protecting others while you burn down your town. Well played. Jesus. I have a feeling those masks yeah. are more about identity. Yeah, I think it's so they don't know who you are. I think that's entirely possible, Sean. Yes, indeed. Let's see. We got one minute. There you go. Right. Missing the theme of the morning dark humor there, Sean. Oh, oh. Let's see. Here's uh, Al Anonymous uh, from Hawaii. I'm a 33-year-old lazy millennial and big-time fag for seven years, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Big time. You are my voice of sanity in a deep blue state in the middle of the deep blue Pacific. Just a few comments on heavy regulations barring the new guy from entering the market that you were talking about on Thursday. Three years ago, my girlfriend, who's 27 years old, uh, 27 from France, and I decided to pursue the dream of importing wine from her local region of Hawaii. I understand regulations, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the mishmash of compliance regulations and requirements with countless agencies, federal, state, county levels, it's enough to drive one wackadoodle. They all get one little cut and send you a fancy little paper stating that you have paid the mob and you are compliant. And he goes on for some time, some, you know, length, and it's very, very interesting. But, yeah, it's a, it's a mob situation. Why do you have to pay for that little piece of paper? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Where's the training of these guys? How do you not know the neck is that sensitive? Where is the the officers that are standing near this guy who are willing to stand up and stop him? You know, that's the problem, too. Now, you know, this guy doing what he does is an awful act, but it's just as awful. To be there as an officer, hear a guy saying he cannot breathe while he's handcuffed on the ground and to not intervene and stop your fellow officers from doing it. Your obligation to the law applies not just to the citizens that you're, that you're protecting every day. It applies to making sure that law is enforced against your colleagues in the police department. That's Chris Christie, uh, former prosecutor and governor of New Jersey. Uh, and large presidential candidate on with Sean Hannity last night, uh, saying what a lot of people have said. You know, the, the the guy that killed him is obviously what he is. But what about the people who stood around and watched? What's going on there? And uh, a whole bunch of police chiefs have come out in recent days with tweets of support, more or less, for the, um, well, first condemning the act and then support for uh, the firing of the officers. I'll just read a couple of them. I don't know where these people are police chiefs. I I could look it up if it's important to you. This guy, David Roddy, Chief David Roddy somewhere, he said, there's no need to see more video. There's no need to wait and see how it plays out. There's no need to put a knee on someone's neck for nine minutes. There is a need to do something. If you wear a badge and you don't have an issue with this, please turn it in. Wow. Uh, Strong stuff. Police chief out of uh, Texas. Um, He died on the ground under the knee of Minneapolis police officer. No police protocols recommend kneeling on a human being's neck until he passes out. Our law enforcement profession must do better. Um, there's a bunch of these. Tucson, Arizona police chief. Indefensible use of force that good officers everywhere are appalled by. This is contrary to how 
professional police officers train and conduct themselves. Conduct like this anywhere makes it more difficult for police everywhere to build community trust. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, these statements are great, uh, and and I'm glad they're making them. You know, it's unlikely to happen for various logistical reasons, but I'd love to see a march of cops against this sort of thing. Boy, I that, think would, that be would be good. Boy, really, would be, really powerful. That would be powerful. Yeah. Uh, the Dispatch r- writes what happened yesterday and last night in Minneapolis is a tale of two protests, which is a pretty good way to look at it. Um, tens of thousands gathered to march in front of the county government center in the afternoon, calling for justice to be served against the officers who, who murdered a man in the street in the in broad daylight. Um, uh, the day's news um, uh, apparently added fuel to the fire because it got uglier during the, as the day went on. But uh, the daytime protests were um, uh, peaceful, restrained. Marchers wore masks, even practiced social distancing. Confrontation with police was limited. Um, according to the dispatch, police were too free with the pepper spray, even though I, 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 I'm, you know, I can't confirm or deny that. A few hours later, a darker scene unfolded in front of the Minneapolis Police's 3rd Precinct. Demonstrators threw objects at officers stationed on the rooftop, while police fired tear gas to try to keep the crowd behind a barricade, keeping them out of the parking lot. Then at about 10 o'clock, chaos broke out. The police pulled up stakes and fled, retreated as the crowd broke into the building, destroying its contents and lighting it ablaze. The city of Minneapolis urged people to retreat from the precinct, warning that gas lines uh, may have been cut and that the building could explode. Uh, I don't know what caused it to be on fire the way it was, but man, was it on fire. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Gasoline and matches. Molotov cocktails. I'm always amazed by that because, you know, I struggle to get a fire going all the time. When I'm I trying to burn something, I got lighter fluid, I got dry wood, and I'm holding flame to it. I hear you. People set cement buildings on fire all the time. They're bluey. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty ugly scene late at night there. Yeah, I've taken in a great deal of coverage, and the uh, the idiotic, oversimplified narrative must never be upset. So everybody's referred to as a protester. Uh, it's a, you know, it's I'm going to take a leap here, my friends. I'll bet you can handle this. There are a lot of legitimate, angry protesters exercising their sacred American rights. Then there are protesters who believe they will get more attention and and gain more ground through violence and destruction. More radical protesters, if you will. And then there are criminals who think, lawlessness, cool, I'm going to get me some TVs. All three are happening. That didn't take very long to say, but, you, you know, you watch your mainstream alphabet news or whatever, and, and they just oversimplify it all and well, call you, them protesters. You, know, you got a similar situation on both sides where uh, you got lots of cops who, uh, who, who hate these guys as much as you do. Maybe even more. The bad cops, you mean? The bad cops. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a whole bunch of the the protesters who are, are trying to affect change who hate the looters just as much as you do. Right. Maybe even more. Right. Because it makes it impossible for them to get uh, anything accomplished from their end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that took about 20 more seconds. But that's impossible for the mainstream media to uh, to convey as they continue to just try to whip up race baiting and hatred and the rest of it. And listen, there are legit issues to be discussed, 100%. But you've got the USA Today with their big headline. Uh, some black woman said, and I'm not sure who she was. i got to look it up. But when was the last time you saw a white person killed on TV? Well, and, and they went with that as a big provocative headline, just because one person said it. Well, as soon as the media gets as interested in police brutality against white folks, you'll see more of that. You know, there have been cases of that, and they've been absolutely tragic. And you know, there was a homeless gent in, in Fullerton. Um, somebody reminded us of that. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I remember when John and Ken were huge Kelly, on this story. Yeah. yeah, Kelly Thomas. Yeah, John and yeah. Ken went on, uh, uh, went big on this in Los Angeles. Absolutely or, horrific. Yeah. Beaten to death by cops. Um, uh, white fella. Uh, the, the, the Interestingly enough, and and this is a tangent because we do need to talk about the main story, but uh, CNN, you, did you see that horrifying or did you become aware of it? Horrifying video of a young black man beating an elderly white man in a nursing home? It was terrible. Well, CNN finally reported that story, but they left everybody's race out of it. And then, when you talk about the uh, the uh, the Central Park dog walker bird watcher flap, the races of everybody was in their headline. So, there's a narrative, there's a desire to whip this up. It's horror porn from the, the mainstream media. Um, so... You know, I just, I, so, I, it's a business model. I just don't understand how people do it morally speaking. But a lot of people check their morals when they, they walk through the door of the TV business. So a lot of the anger of the protesters is that, that, that these four guys and, uh, and the guy that did the kneeling and, and murdered this, this, this poor dude in particular mm-hmm. have not been arrested. They're still out there. What, how does that whole thing work? I feel like if I murdered somebody on video by kneeling on their neck until they died as people screamed at me, stop, stop, you're killing him, I would be in jail. I will tell you this. I am not making this argument. This is, I believe, the argument that the whole uh, compressing on the neck, not the windpipe, but the neck to get people to go weak is an approved uh, method of Minneapolis policing. Um, And he just overdid it. Maybe they're investigating independent investigation. They've got to finish the investigation before they arrest the guy. I agree with you 100%. If I did that to somebody and there was video of it, I would be sitting in a cell right now. And you ought to be. I would agree. I'd be horrified if I found out anybody who kneeled on somebody till they died as people are screaming, he's dying, he's dying. And there's a video of it, and it's very clear from different angles. You can see exactly what's going on. And it goes the on victim for, saying, I'm dying. And it goes on right. for, I've heard seven, I've heard nine. But either way, that's a very long time. Yeah. That's a very long time. Got the look on that SOB's face. He is so pleased with himself. I get to do this. I get to do this. You can't stop me. He's a he's a psychopath. He is a psychopath. Heard Van Jones talking uh, today, and and I I frequently disagree with Van, but he's a very bright man, and 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 you know he has a pretty good understanding of a lot of issues, and so I'm always curious to hear his point of view. Um, but he said, listen, the guy who did the kneeling, um, there are psychopaths. There are people who have no regard for human life or black life or whatever. And he said, I, I understand that, and that must be dealt with. But the three who ignored it, who let it happen, he said, that's where the real problem lies. Because if the psychopaths are called out and stopped, the damage they can do is really, really minimalized. But it's those three. So now those three Van guys, Jones and Sean Hannity and Chris Christie in agreement. Uh, to a large extent, yeah. Um now, those other three guys, do they should they be immediately arrested? I don't know, but they will absolutely uh, face charges of you know criminal neglect or or something. I don't know. I don't know that much about many uh, Minnesota law and um, your your duty to help somebody or, or you know the various cop regulations. But uh, yeah, the guy who actually did the the kneeling, yeah, he's got to be in jail. I'm going to read. I mean, if only, and I'm not talking about being in jail and beaten and sodomized or whatever else, just in jail, I think that would really, really help things, and it's warranted. I'll retweet on our Twitter account this uh, this list of all the different police chiefs across the country calling it out as uh, horrifying. 
in a variety of different ways. Um, because it is horrifying. It's hard to watch. I can't imagine watching it in person and not uh, and not doing anything about it, but they'll, they'll be explaining that at some point. Yeah, 0 for 3 saying, hey, you got to get off him. 0 for 3. That's not a good look, Minneapolis. No. Very, very bad. Oh, the, you know, the other thing Van Jones said that I think everybody can agree with, uh, the uh, beginning of that Hannity clip, he talked about training. And to paraphrase, he said, look, Cops are trained not to execute people in the street or choke them to death. I mean, you don't need training to not murder somebody. I mean, how to handle various touchy situations in the dark that happen very quickly. Yeah, that's that's brutal stuff. That's extremely difficult. And those who who Monday morning quarterback cops um, have no idea what they're talking about. But this situation, who needs to be trained not to do that? Please. Um... You know what can solve these problems is dancing. Mm. And Madonna's son attempted to dance away racism yesterday. How'd that go? Maybe we can. uh, I haven't checked. Is racism gone? It might be. Oh, and the president and Twitter, their war just escalated. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Does that help anything? (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. Our text line 415 295 KFTC. I know my family's looking forward to Haircut Night in America on CBS tonight. As they're going to have trained styluses on a TV show as all of America is supposed to gather around the boob tube. That's what I call it, the boob tube. And uh, and they cut their hair together. Throw on a mask and go get a haircut. Haircut Night in America. You're going to be fine. Or don't throw on it. It's up to you and your stylist. I didn't shave off my COVID beard. My COVID beard. It's like a playoff beard? Yeah, I shaved it off. I feel like I'm coming out of hiding now. Things are getting back to normal. Boy. You can't look like a homeless person anymore. I'll tell you what, we could easily do a solid hour on how arbitrary and and indefensible so many of the shutdown things are at this point. Oh, boy, yeah. Hindsight 2020, I'm willing to give our increasingly authoritarian governors a little bit of slack they were trying to prevent an enormous plague and enormous numbers of death. Deaths. Fine. Uh, let's put that aside for now. But what's going on right now is utterly indefensible. More on that coming up? Yes. Moron is the key word. Or, you know, I, I've been trying to analyze it in my mind why this is happening in the way it is. But uh, we'll talk about it. So I'm uh, looking for the president's tweets. Uh, as I heard, there was a controversial one. And, uh, and okay, I, I, I hadn't seen these. Let me read these two first before you read that one. I think that might help. Ah, right. I think that might help. Ah, right. So here are a couple of tweets. I can't stand back and watch this happen to a great American city, Minneapolis. A total lack of leadership. Either the very weak, radical left mayor, Jacob Fry, get his act together and bring the city under control, or I will send in the National Guard and get the job done right. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know. Whether or not you want the president weighing in on these things or not, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the governor who calls out the National Guard. Well, I, I think they, they work together, obviously. But anyway, having said but, that. But that's not the one that uh, that got uh, got uh, 
right, right, flagged. Right. And then he says, these thugs, in all capital letters, are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd, and I won't let this happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Waltz and told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. What? Wait a minute, second. Okay. Thank you, he says. You're welcome. I thought that was a weird way to end that. Okay. Well, going back. So the interesting part was while looking for, though, I mean, obviously that's an interesting part, but the other part was that I was looking for the tweets and I didn't see them, see oh, the key wow. one. Because the first thing you see is, this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. Learn more. Or view. So it's like when you have to click that you're 18 years old to, to look at the pornography. Do they use because all, nobody would lie. Do they use all caps or exclamation points to try to be like the president? Not even a, one. Learn more! And then you have to click through that to get to the thugs, uh, looter shooter. Uh, tweet, and uh, so the the Twitter war between the president and, and Twitter, oddly enough, um, has just been escalated. Uh, I have never seen the this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence message before. It may have existed before, but I've never so, seen it. Well, so, in, in the past, they would just delete the tweet. Right. The the fact that it's the president and it's newsworthy is why I think they've made this new thing yeah. of normally this would be violated, but if you wish to see it, click through to see it. Trying to walk the tightrope, as right. it were. But so the first one, the I can't stand back and watch this happen, blah, blah, blah. You're okay with that one. That's that's nothing. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's, then the other it's, one. It's, it's rather provocative for a president, but we're kind of used to that by this point. And then the other one, is it just the last line that's the the the, the, the problem? When the looting starts, the shooting starts? Yes. And then he says, thank you, which is weird. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Is that, I just want to make sure I'm taking it the way it was intended. He's saying, if there's looting, the authorities will shoot. As opposed to, I mean, because generally, I mean, you look at Louisville. Uh, had a giant protest because of a, a a killing of a young black woman in March by the police that was a raid gone wrong, and huge protests there. Is it Louisville or Lexington? I apologize. Um, too many cities. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, seven people were shot during that protest. But we don't shoot. So the looting started and the shooting started because the lawless were out on the streets. I've been saying shoot looters forever. Uh, and that town caught fire in California, paradise burnt down. People were immediately coming in looting. I think you shoot those people to yeah. stop it from happening. Generally, this yeah. one is different, though. Uh, let me read this quote somebody sent along from Martin Luther King Jr., MLK Jr. I must say tonight that a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it America's failed to hear? It has failed to hear the promises of freedom and justice not been met. Writing is the language of the unheard. Sometimes it is. I mean, you can't make that defense for when there's an earthquake or a fire or people are ordered to leave their town because a hurricane's coming Shoot in. those people. And they're going in and, 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 and just going into houses because they know nobody's there and taking their stuff. Yeah. you got to shoot those people. I, I, I don't, and I'm, I'm, I've always been the shoot the looters person, but uh, this is a different situation. 
Yes. Uh, Yes. Are you aware of the historical, uh, it may be a stretch, I'm interested to hear your uh, opinions on this, but apparently the when the looting starts, the shooting starts is a somewhat known phrase from a Miami police oh, chief in 1967. Miami guy, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When he was talking about, and you know, his his language has not aged well in yes. terms of describing what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you think Trump knew that, or it just rhymes? I I had you heard that uh, expression no. before? No, neither have I. I have no idea, and I have no way of knowing. Trump's older than I am, so maybe he has, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, you know, it's this is an uncomfortable thing. We we decry all political violence in this show, both personally and and just as a show. Don't hurt people. Don't wreck stuff. Don't don't kill people over politics. It it quickly degenerates into savagery, and nothing good comes from it. Having said that, violent protests get more attention than nonviolent protests. No doubt. That's that's just political science coming at you, folks. It's a really uncomfortable truth, but it's a truth. So, and, and again, I'm not encouraging it, but I get it. And on the other hand, you got guys just thinking, "Well, I'm going to get a free TV or six. Yeah, yeah. To say that's it's a opportunism by uh, scumbags. That's the problem. Yeah, the, the you know Trump talking about the memory of the the guy who was murdered. A guy pushing a shopping cart with a couple of TVs in it with a big smile on his face has got no feelings of trying to, you know, create justice in the world or, or anything. Yeah. She's getting TVs. Yeah. It was kind of funny in an odd and sick way watching the people in the looted Target looking around. Hmm, what do I steal? It would, they were shopping. I saw one guy. There was a 24 uh, hour fitness broken into. He started working out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.